What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Chris Cox Speaks Podcast. You are here for another exciting episode on your most favorite podcast out there in the entire world. Listen, we are on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you can find a podcast. We here. Listen, today we got a good conversation. I'm sitting here in the podcast studio with uh, some amazing people that I'm going to introduce to you just shortly. One of them, if you are a regular listener of the Chris Cox Speaks podcast, you met her before. Uh, but we got some other guests here today <laughs> that you're going to meet for the very first time. And uh, they don't want to wait for you to meet them as you can hear them in the background making noise. So listen, go ahead and share this podcast. Let somebody know there's another episode right here on the Chris Cox Speaks podcast. Grab something to eat and chill out with us just for a little while. Here we go. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Chris Cox Speaks podcast. It is Chris Cox and I am here with some super amazing people. I'm gonna let them say hey. Say hey, y'all. What's hey. up? Hey. <laughs> All right. So I know you are probably wondering who these voices are. Well, I'm gonna tell you if you didn't read it already in the title of this podcast. Um, I have some super amazing Hampton University students you. here in the podcast studio with your boy. <laughs> and uh we're just gonna be talking a little bit. So uh, this past semester of their schooling, I've had the chance to uh, come to a lot of their Bible studies and campus ministry events. They all work on the campus ministry team. Yeah, and um, so I've had a lot of time to hang out with these guys. And so we're just going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about uh, some things we're hoping for for their generation, for themselves. A few of them are graduating soon. Yes, I hope so. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we want to hear, and one of them are uh, is about to be a senior next year. So, I'm going to introduce these guys to y'all, so y'all could get a chance to learn how amazing they are. So, first of all, we have the songbird of the group, Destiny. Hey. Destiny, tell the people what's up. Hey, y'all. So, Destiny was on one of our actually one of our most listened to podcast episodes. It was her and two other people, and they were on there singing and all that good stuff. So I had to bring her back on the podcast so that hopefully I can get my views and my listeners up. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) Destiny, tell us where you from. I'm from Houston, Texas. Houston in the house. Hey, hey. Let me me give you some. There you go. Home of the H-Town hottie. (laughs) Houston is in the house, y'all. And then also sitting next to her, we got Pastor Jay. Don't believe that, (laughs) y'all. We got Jalen it out. Jalen, tell the people what's up. Yo, what's going on, y'all? Jalen, man, where you from? Oh, I'm from the Windy City, the best city in the world. <laughs> Often imitated, never duplicated. Chicago, <laughs> Illinois. Don't he has just such a uh, a, a pastoral <laughs> voice? So Jalen is the campus ministry president of um, at Hampton. I think. Pastor, <laughs> so he's been pastoring students. Assistant. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, we got the evangelist. Oh, yeah. I call her the evangelist. Her name is Nia. Tell Nia, tell the people what's up. Hey everybody, I'm Nia. Yo, Nia, where you from? 
I'm from Queens, New York. Queens, New York in the building. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> boop, 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 <laughs> Word Yo, up. what's the say? What they say? Word A. What's the? What is it? Word two. Oh, word two. Yes. Word two. So I think that's a universal thing. I've yeah. never heard that in my life. Outside of you. So yeah, so we having a good night. We we just ate some good chicken Alfredo. Uh, Destiny cooked some chicken Alfredo. Now usually it's Destiny not. takes a long time to cook, <laughs> but somehow or another today. It's because the glory has to rest. Ooh, you know? Nice. Sometimes it takes a while for the atmosphere to be set, but you gotta stay right there. Gotta she, let the oil seep in. She about to lead us into worship right there. See, that's it. <laughs> see, people just see the they just see the aftermath and they don't know what took place for you to get there. That's okay. Hmm. Wow. Destiny, what's your favorite meal to cook? I don't really have one actually. I just like to serve people. So like, especially people I love. So. Serve, come you on know. now, teach us. <laughs> you know, the Bible says that the greatest amongst you uh, is the what, Pastor Jay? The ones that's gonna serve. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> if you want to be great, you better start serving. <laughs> you better. And that's exactly what I love about you guys. You guys have been serving your peers at school, uh, on campus. And uh, it's just amazing to see um, how you guys are allowing God to use you even as you are going through your own, you know, things, being a student um, on campus and then being a leader amongst your peers. So I want to talk about that a little bit. How is it to, like, be a college student going through all of those different things that college students go through? The stress, the assignments, what else? The relationships, <laughs> the relationships, the crushes, the, the the the. Don't be looking at me like. <laughs> I thought we was okay, keeping we it real. I mean, I mean y'all don't like people no more. Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so to have to go through all of that, that's a fact, and be leaders among your peers. And I know too, you know, like what uh, Jalen is saying. The, the relationships, the crushes, all that stuff. You know, when you're anointed, sometimes people are just attracted to you because you're anointed. Well. And they love the idea of being with you because of what they see you do. But they don't know the real you. So, you know, you have to navigate all that and still, like, serve mm-hmm. and show up for your peers. So I want to talk about uh, some of that. Like, what's what's some challenges that you faced as you were serving your peers this year? Kick us off, Destiny. Please. Um, <laughs> definitely, like... The relational aspect of it, but not like necessarily like, you know, romantic, but more so just like learning how to like live in community amongst people and like so many different personalities and like thoughts and opinions and perspectives and like learning how to like make sure that everyone feels like appreciated and welcomed is very hard in leadership because like we're so used to just getting it done on our own especially Jalen and I so like it's sometimes hard to like utilize the people around you yeah because it's almost like it's almost like you're a leader but then they're still your peers absolutely so it's like you don't want to make them feel like they have to like answer to you 100% but then you also still want to make sure you lead so that you can get the job now definitely because like I think too like just some of the history of like campus ministry coming in like our freshman year campus ministry was nothing in anything remotely close to what it is now 
Um, and God has like literally done a 360 for us or a 180 for us rather. And it's just like been amazing. And so like learning how to like lead, we had to do this year really, because in the beginning, like I said, like we used to just do it on our own. And if it was something we made it happen and it was like the faithful few and we were good with that. But when you start bringing people into mix, it gets crazy because now (laughs) you've got to like realize that you can't do it all on your own. And working smarter and not harder is to know that if you got some willing hands, it's easier to teach people like what you want and the standard that in which you want it done than for you to like try to drive yourself crazy and do it on your own. So that was like to me that's been like a challenge. It's like, you know. Yeah, and I've seen it. I mean, I've seen it firsthand. Um the amazing things that you guys have been able to do as you've been leading your peers. Um and I've seen the change in campus ministry. Um, from just watching from the outside looking in. And I think a lot of that has to do with <laughs> Pastor Jay's leadership. <laughs> the class is <laughs> <laughs> So, Jalen, tell me about this, man. How did you become the campus ministry president at, at the Hampton University? You know, I don't even know, for real. I just kind of looked up, and Rev was like, all right, so you're going to be the next president. Now, you got to tell us who Rev is, because yeah, yeah. we, so, we got listeners all over the nation. So, this is, what we in 2022 now. Uh, we're at Hampton University. When I first arrived on the campus of Hampton University, it was in 2018. That was my freshman year. Uh, coming in, I would just, you know, I would go to chapel. I was not officially in ministry, uh, but then the second semester of my freshman year, the spring of 2019, uh, we started a Bible study. It was a smaller Bible study first. It was about oh, like you remember Bible that? study days. Yeah, it was like we used to have like just like conversations about 15, 20 on a good day, 25, 30 people. You know what I'm saying? It was a nice little crowd. And that was in the spring. And so over the summer, um, that's when I officially was licensed, you know, officially into ministry and all that good stuff. And then I came back my sophomore year and I started uh, working under Dr. Hagens, who was our chaplain, um, as a pulpit assistant. And so that was my sophomore year. Then COVID hit uh, the second semester of my sophomore year. So we were over COVID doing virtual Bible studies for a year and some change. And then we were back in person 2021. This last, was that last year. Mm. Um, and so, yeah. So this year I was vice president over COVID, I think. I don't even know. And so this year, uh, since uh, Trevor, he was president before me, he left. And so I just kind of naturally stepped up and uh, been here ever since. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So I just think it's so dope, man, that you, you, you know, found your way into that position and that you're doing it so well. Um, so shout out to you, so man, because well. I know that Thank a lot of students on campus have been <laughs> impacted uh, by your leadership and by your investment, man. Jalen's one of those guys that I watch. And uh, he comes before everybody, and he stays after everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, Most times, is. we're sitting around waiting on him to leave so we can go Always. get something to eat. Can we please eat? <laughs> we're hungry. Let's go. But he gonna make sure that you know. Packing up cameras, lifting speakers. Yeah, throwing them in his car. <laughs> hey, can you take me around? Yeah, right. Yeah. Taking a few students home, and then I, I meet y'all at the restaurant. <laughs> so, uh, man, shout out to you because. You know, on top of everything else that just goes on in the life of a college student to assume that role and to do it uh, with the with the mentality of sacrifice is super amazing. Um, and then you got the evangelist, y'all. Oh, yes. you, you got the evangelist. She's the, 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 the silent killer in yes. the spirit. She's she secret. will slay a demon yes. silently. <laughs> Even now as demons. Even now! <laughs> That's a parking lot. 
<laughs> so, so Nia, tell me a little bit about how you got connected to campus ministry and just your journey, because I know you were doing some other things, and then you just kind of got connected to this community, and you're helping lead. So talk to me about what drew you into campus ministry. Right. So um, I actually came to Hampton the year following Destiny and Jalen, and so I saw campus ministry from, like, you know, the earlier stages of what it is now, but I still came in at, like, a different point than they, you know, um, were introduced to. So I um I had actually, you know, the first chapel service of the year is kind of mandatory for incoming freshmen. Mm. And so it's part of our orientation week. And I had gone um, and not sure how I, oh, one day I went to the chapel service after that week as well. And then I went to the cafeteria and I saw all these people who I had seen serving in chapel. And so I went to them and I told them that I wanted to get involved. They told me to come to a prayer meeting, came to a prayer meeting. And, uh, that's when I think I met Jalen there. He was in his band uniform, um, (laughs) Trevor, who he had spoken about, um, who was serving as president at the time. Um, Destiny, she was there. Yes, Lord, in at every Come single. On. <laughs> Come on, because one thing I'm gonna do is support my people. Yes, Lord. yes that's good, Jalen. That's good. <laughs> I had seen Destiny singing, and so I had just kind of, um, you know, acquainted myself with, um, you know, campus ministry leadership at the time, and um would go to like bible studies consistently and stuff like that and then at the beginning of this year um you know I know Jalen was really ready to like get campus ministry started up and active you know coming back into this in-person setting from like the virtual transition and so I definitely wanted to get involved and so here we are now I never would have imagined not that I didn't think it had the potential but just like when you see something from its starting stages yeah we could never have imagined that campus ministry would look like what it does now do you know I had no idea I remember when like Jalen was calling me in the summer like hey like this is my vision this is what I'm trying to do and I remember that vision too I looked at it yeah, like, I just, <laughs> and it has adjusted some since the beginning, thank God, but, like, just the zeal that he had, like, I was like, well, you're my friend, so whatever you're trying to do, I'm here, like, but I never, like, I didn't really know what I was signing up for, honestly, yeah. and, like, now, I'm like, wow, like, I never would have thought that, like, our days were long, have been long, they have been, like, Sometimes we're like, what are we even doing? Right. Like, but I think what makes this work and, and, and what I love about you guys working together is that you've built community. Absolutely. And community helps ministry flow better. And so um, let's talk about that. Like, how important is it to find the right community, especially Ooh. in your college years? Mm-hmm. Um, and what beautiful. are some. <laughs> this is a good, good question. <laughs> <laughs> Come on and lead us in conversation. This is your favorite podcast in the land. Uh. Oh, my God. I think community is is very important. That was vital. (laughs) Oh, you were done with your no. Go ahead. Yeah, you go. You good? Yeah. Um, And so I think one of the goals, our goal, was to create and sustain. I don't even know if we remember like healthy, healthy family environment. That was one of the things that we uh, wanted because I wanted to be like family. You know, like coming into college, you're coming from your family, your own communities, your own bubbles, and it's like now you're forced to make new friends, make new community, and so. 
coming in, I had a community because I was in band. So, like, I had, like, 200 people that, you know what I'm saying, like, we were forced to meet and have our section and all that. And so we spent a lot of time together. We became, like, family. And so I mm-hmm. wanted uh, campus ministry, and we're still working towards, you know, I think we've come a long way, but still have more work to do. Just wanted to be like a, that family environment, not only doing worship and church together, but also just like hanging out, game nights, going bowling, yeah. and, you know, doing stupid stuff together because those are the things that bring us together um, as the body of Christ. And so I yeah. think community is very important. And like you said, it just helps ministry to flow and to mm-hmm. go, you know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. just makes it more fun, more worthwhile. And yeah, go ahead. That's what's up. Go ahead, Nia, to chime in. Um, I think that that's really, really good. And one thing about Jalen's vision that really stands out to me is like the healthy part of the family environment because everybody has a family, but not every family is healthy. That's a Come on and so I think that, you know, one thing about me, like coming into my college years, um, I was grew up in church all my life, but it wasn't till I come to college that I decided I wanted to take my faith walk more seriously. Mm-hmm. And so I had come in with such an eagerness for community that I joined a whole bunch and not every community that I joined was healthy. And I feel like I experienced so much like, I wouldn't say trauma because I'm not traumatized, but like I just experienced so much that I didn't have to if I had come in with a mindfulness that like you don't have to be a part of everything, you know. And so I'm really, really grateful that, you know, not only are the people that we lead with like in campus ministry, like our co-leaders, but we're friends and that helps things to, you know, flow a lot more smoothly and, um you know, I think it's such a blessing, even like after our Bible studies, when we would see people walking home together and stuff like that. Like this yeah. is not just relationship that sustains throughout the duration of our Bible study. But like this is something that we're building for when people leave here, like yeah. people going to the library after Bible study to study together for their midterms. That really would bless me because it's like this is something that I really, really, really had desired my freshman year. And I think that, you know, just to see it like. Um, coming to fruition for the freshmen and the sophomores who came in now and had no clue what campus ministry looked like before. Like, the fact that the seeds that were sown, even in the little that we had, like, now, the Bible, correct me if I'm wrong, Bible scholars, but the Bible does talk about... Come on, Bible. Being, <laughs> being faithful in the little and... Come on, evangelist. I just think it's so powerful that, like, even in the little that you know we worked with, even in the three people who would attend the Bible study, hello, and prayer, I'm hello, and hello. the roaches that would be crawling. Uh, <laughs> some stuff that don't need to be Tell the whole testimony, evangelist. And so we get a, we're gonna reel this thing back to community and just speaking about how now we roast him. Chill out on us. All in all, um, to answer the question, community is really important. I'm grateful that as campus ministry we are helping to build and another thing that we talk about in leadership meetings is like building not just for the now but also for like generations so almost like creating a legacy that like when we come back for homecomings five ten years from now we can look and we said wow like 
we didn't really get this. You, not that we didn't really get this, but we put in the work for this, and now like people are like reaping the benefits of you know the seeds that were sown. And so, yeah, that I think community is super super important, especially for the college student, especially for the young believer, and even those who are just curious about the faith. Um, so that's so good. That's yeah. all I got. I say this all the time. Y'all probably could finish this sentence for me, but in Genesis. Mm-hmm. God said it's not good for man to be alone. He was not just talking about in the romantic sense. <laughs> I don't believe God was just speaking a relationship in the romantic sense. Yes, but I believe that it's good. It's good for us to be a community in friendships, family. You know, of course, romantically as well. But I don't. I don't think that we as humans are designed to do life alone. Some reptiles, mm-hmm. certain animals, mm-hmm. as soon as they are born, they are on their own, like snakes. They're on their own. Iguanas, maybe not iguanas, lizards and whatnot, whatever. You know, like certain animals are meant to live by themselves. Us, I don't think we're meant to be on our own. I don't think we function best in isolation. You know, a lot of times people, you know, they say it's just me, myself, and I. But I think that's a lot of times a defense mechanism um, oh, yes. because of certain, you know, whatever past thing. But I think community is, is essential. I don't think we're designed. I think we function best amongst others. And, you know, I think um, this conversation is one that's, like, really near and dear to my heart because when you understand identity, you understand that, like, the people who um, you surround yourself with, it it affects who you are, how you view yourself. Um, And so with that being said, like, we talk a lot about capacity and, like, a lot of people go their whole lives searching for something. Mm -hmm. I think that the Lord has created us as people um, to long for something Mm -hmm. um, and we long for the heart of God, but a lot of time we don't know that. And so we go searching for fulfillment in every place. Um, and so even with that, people search for people to like fill those voids and things like that. And so, um, like Jalen said, even though we were created to live amongst people, it has to be the right people who yeah. have the capacity to That's like serve you well. Yeah. I think that like in friendships, one thing that I pride myself on, even in my friendships and us as a whole, like one of our um, like things like that we live by um, is like, we want to serve each other well as friends. And so we do that in every way. Um, whether that be like this time I pick the bill up next time you do, or, Hey, you need some help with that. Like we just um, servitude is something that's important in our friendships. And mm-hmm. so I think like when you um, are intentional about how you do friendship, you understand that these people have capacity for me. They can understand and they can like, you know, Jesus. live with me in such a way that they can help carry what I'm dealing with, what God has placed in my life. I understand because I understand who I am in Christ. I get that everybody can't, you know, carry what I have. They can't help me. And some days I'm not superwoman every day. And mm-hmm. so on those off days, they help me carry the weight. And so like, that's important. And I think in college, if you can figure that out in college, you're just all, you're just so much better set for life because that's something real. Like you just yeah. avoid so much heartache when you understand mm-hmm. that people are not intentionally trying to hurt you. Maybe they mm-hmm. just don't have the capacity to help you, you know? And we, we were literally just having this conversation the other day and it's powerful because a lot of time you'd be like, dang, like I'm always giving this so to this person, yeah. but they're not giving it back in return. Maybe they can't, yeah. you know? And so then it's time to reevaluate. Okay. How is this serving me? Is this my assignment? Or is this, you know, something that needs to move on? Is this season up, you know? Um, and I think that's so important to, like, evaluate those things because, you know, you just have to. It's just necessary. Yeah, I absolutely love um, what you guys are doing because basically what you're doing is 
you're creating common ground. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, especially in those transitional years from high school going into college and then that whole college, you know, those four years, four or five, however long it takes, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit longer than four years. But uh, <laughs> but uh, but regardless of how long it takes, um, you know, during that time, people are searching for a sense of belonging, mm-hmm. and so I think it is so cool that you've created this place, um, specifically for those who. Um, share the same faith in God Like maybe yeah. not the same Demonstration of mm-hmm. it Like I love the fact that A lot of you guys are from different Backgrounds Definitely. You okay. have different bringing up like, But but at the, the foundation Like we, we found a place to agree upon yeah. And that's enough I love how you go about that Go ahead Yeah no and to add to that That's something I definitely learned um, Because campus ministry is not just It's not Baptist, it's not Pentecostal, mm-hmm. it's not not an it's like an interdenominational like if you believe in Jesus the Christ, like we have common ground. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's in our love for God. And so something that Pastor Chris would say, uh help me if I'm quoting this wrong, um, but it was that something about preference. You know what I'm Oh yeah, about. sometimes you have to sacrifice, sacrifice your preference for, for purpose. purpose. Yeah. Yes. And so me friends, I might like a lot of, you know, older music, the old the hymns and Excuse me, like old choir music. What's your favorite song. hymn? Mm, pass me not a gentle savior. Mm. Yeah, here, here. I just wanted to see but, if he was gonna tap in real oh, quick. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, but that's something I had to learn. You know, like not everybody is like that. Some people like newer music. You know, y'all tend to like the Christian y'all contemporary to CC. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me tell you the, the the most amazing day when everything changed in campus ministry oh, geez. Oh, was when Pastor Jay brought some lights in. He just oh, knew Lord. he was. We have fact. sexy church. The thing that's so cool about our you know campus ministry as well, when I think like the Lord began to show me like, okay, this is bigger than us. Now is like when we came back. For the spring semester, and we could not have in person yeah. stuff, and like everybody was like in the DMs, like <laughs> when is service? Literally. When yeah. is this? What yeah. are we doing? Can't even walk on campus. We, nothing. People. Hey, and so <laughs> when is Bible study? And we're like, y'all miss it today. Like, and literally, you didn't even ask how I'm doing. And I thought it was so important that like we really make sure that for one during that time we didn't wait idly because we didn't yeah. know when we would be able to get back on. But at the same time, we were just praying because sometimes when you, like, lose momentum for something, people mm-hmm. kind of drop off. But let me tell y'all something. They came out here for Easter, and then they came out again when we had our seven Wednesday night words. again, our seven yeah. last words. And so it was just showed that, like, they're not here for us. Mm-hmm. They're not here for the gimmick, but they're here for Jesus. And Absolutely. it was so cool, like, mm, so good. awesome. Yeah. And I think that speaks to the community, too, because, like, when you yes. develop – genuine relationships with people they'll come out you know what i'm yeah, saying like they'll sure. come out they'll show up they and it's you. right and it's not like when you post on instagram you know about certain things it's not just like advertising they're trying to get us here but it's mm-hmm. like because we've developed these relationships these genuine authentic because you're a family is just like you're naturally going to show up you know what i'm saying so it's like you kind of have a little bit more pull when you ask people to come to things because you sat down and talked with them you've prayed with them you mm-hmm. heard yeah. their concerns or what they were going through so now it's like 
they've been there for me. They genuinely care yes, for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's I nobody's going to cool. come back to a space where they feel that they don't belong. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just powerful. Cause like, like Jalen said, like now our conversations are changing. It went from like, Oh, I'm just here. Cause y'all have some pizza and I'm hungry mm-hmm. and I missed the calf today. <laughs> to like, tacos. Hey girl, I know about the internship. How's that going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's your, how is the process happening? Like okay. when people, when you do that and you remember people's name, Hey girl, it's great. Crazy, and it's like we are human, we are regular people, and we do want to remember your name. Um, but it's just so awesome because it just shows that like God is so intentional, and then it's humbling that He would even entrust us with something mm, like that. Yeah. Like I, it literally like baffles me when people are like, "Girl, okay, y'all." One time, this is so funny. One time we were in Walmart, and this girl, <laughs> this is right after revival, around revival time, one of the nights or something. The girl, she's like, "I am chosen." Yeah, she must have. <laughs> and I'm looking around like we just sang that last night, and the girl's like, "I heard you singing that at revival," and I'm just like, daughter. "What in the world?" Like that people are impacted by the mm-hmm. ministry that we bring in, like our just sincerity. Like it was just as much for me as it was for them, and so mm-hmm. the fact that. That was her cat call to me, if you will, in the store. It was, like, crazy. I was like, wow. Like, you know, I don't take that for granted. Like, I will never become Hollywood enough to be like, oh, yeah. Like, no way. Like, I'm like, God, I'm so honored that you would use me. Just yesterday when we were at the beach, people came up to us. You remember? They was like, hey, I remember y'all from Bible study. And I'm like, oh, really? Here we are at the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. We're at the party. Right. (laughs) Well, listen, if you haven't gotten anything else from this episode so far, I'm hoping that you can at least hear the passion in uh, these young people's, these students' voices as they talk about what they're doing on campus. Um, I know I do have uh, quite a few um, college students that check out my podcast and that sometimes let me know that they're (coughs) listening. And so I encourage you that if you're on campus, to like go find your campus ministry. If you don't have one, talk to some people about getting one, making it happen, because what you're hearing from right now are just three students. And and the only thing that it takes to really be able to make an impact on your campus is just the heart to do so. That's a fact. And I think that's where it started for all three of you guys is that you just wanted to see it happen. And because you have that desire – um, you, it causes you to do some pretty amazing things to make it happen, right? Same. Whether that's you know cooking, like you grilling hot dogs, and there have been times. And to go back to your point, Destiny, what you said earlier about uh, those days when you're not superwoman, you know, it's important to have your friends and that community around you that can pick up. You know, mm-hmm. there are times like in me, I like doing things having things done the right way i'm a little bit of a perfectionist and so when things when i see other people not doing things you said what i said you think so Uh, just a little bit (laughs) (laughs) and so when i see people doing things that's not done the right way i kind of have a tendency you know forget i'll do it myself um but that's not sustainable you know what i'm saying like you can do it in the moment maybe for a few days a couple weeks but if we're talking about long-term sustainability it's not a good model and so I think it's important. Like there have been some days where we're going to have Wednesday Bible study and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even think about food and doing a whole bunch of excess, but destiny will call me and be like, Hey, so I was thinking, you know, maybe we could do spaghetti and this, that, and the other, or maybe we can do hot chocolate and cookies. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. Cause I, on those days, I'm just like, all right, whatever. We just kind of going through the motions. I'm going to just show up. I'm going to teach this lesson and I'm so just keep well. it pushing. But it's like, that's why it's important to have those people and people surrounding you that, 
you should compliment the people around you mm. and they should compliment you. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. you should be able the the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The strengths, mm-hmm. your strengths, their weakness, whatever. Y'all know they what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? Like you pick Come up on. on where they leave off and vice versa. You're taking all my leadership lessons. Literally. <laughs> I've been listening to you. You gotta now. listen. <laughs> and that's, that's a, hold on real quick. That's the thing that I really wanted to point out, pull out too is because even as you do pursue things, whether it's on campus or just doing ministry um, in general, like trust the community that you're building to speak into your life. And then just know that people ain't trying to come for you all the time, that they really just want to see us win together. Mm -hmm. Right. And, And that's one of the things that I love about this team is that there have been many of times um, after Bible studies where we'll just come and debrief and we'll just talk and we'll be like, hey, what can we do? How can we make it better? I don't want y'all to see the faces they make it right now. Sometimes sometimes it gets a little rough. You know what I'm saying? But we don't hold on. Here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We don't hold on to it after 24 hours, okay? No, we let it go. We gotta let it go. But, now but, I'm calling. You still mad at me today? Hey. But we all want to. Y'all want to have Jayla got here, but so we, I was just perplexed. And you know what? I was simply and perplexed. And let me tell y'all, my friend does not get upset. Jayla don't like, like to show you that he, he, upset. he was not happy. And listen, for me, if you don't tell me you upset, I don't think you upset. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to lean on this. That's what he was like. Pastor, he upset. He just leave him alone. Just leave him alone. He was very perplexed. I was mind boggled. Even with the community thing, though, like trusting your community and like how God will literally allow you guys to like compliment each other is like so incredible because like Jalen said like we used to like it was just insane even like just Nia like okay I'm gonna have a ministry car she would drive us around (laughs) like Nia's driving has improved tremendously (laughs) and I believe it's because of this ministry like (laughs) hey Nia we need to go here and it was just like not feasible (laughs) it just wasn't feasible for me to drive my car then have to cook and then like it was just too much so Nia would drive us please no I took great Great pride (laughs) and served with gladness okay and I think it just worked Worked because, like Jalen said, he would be so focused on like, okay, got to make sure this lesson is right. I got the slides, I got all the interactive pieces, which he did such a good job at. And so, of course, <laughs> and so then it was like, okay, hey, let's be mindful of this. Got the, we'll get the food, we'll do, and it just worked. Like it just worked, and God is like yeah. so faithful to yeah. us. And serving is contagious, y'all. I know we are talking to the three of them right now, but they got a whole team that that oh, works yeah. with them that shows up. I got a chance to. To speak at the fall revival, was fall it? Revival. And so I showed up the day before just just to check out the prep that they were doing. And they had a team of people that are making posters so and just fun. carrying vision for it. It was just was so, so amazing. Yeah. It's amazing to, to see a team of teams. It's like you yeah. got the, the executive quote unquote board, you know, whatever all that. Yeah. But then, the what know, now, Jay? See, here we go. Quote unquote, <laughs> you know go. what I'm saying? Presidential term. Literally. But you know what I'm saying? Like you got your core group of folks, but then yeah. to see them have their own squad. And we want to do and, that and build off that more. Go ahead, Nia. And then people who just want to help serve. That's like, right. Just want to People help. with no title who just Nothing. have a heart for God and, and want to know how they can help. We never, any, none of us had a title, technically, because Jill was yeah. very intentional about making sure that we knew that we were not above anybody. Mm-hmm. We just have more responsibilities. And if anything, I wanted to be like them, to come inside <laughs> and just sit down. But it's just, like, wonderful because, like, the way that 
it just worked is they would be like, hey, what can I do? Like, yeah. well, I'm glad you asked. Come over here and serve this chicken real quick. It just worked. Like, it was just really beautiful. And yeah. it's not going to die because it's inside of us. Yeah. And so as people come, they'll get to instill that same love inside of the next, you know, year of people, like the next incoming freshman. And yeah. I'm just really interested to see how um, campus ministry not only grows, but, yeah. That's good. And the beautiful thing, I just thought about it too, is like, so you and I, me and Destiny, we know how campus ministry, and you too, Nia, like was before COVID. Yeah. But the freshmen that came in this past year, they don't know that. So all yeah. they know yeah. is this yeah. new, right? And so it's like after our class yeah, and the class after us, right, after they after they leave, it's like this is what they know. And so we kind of build upon this. They don't have to know that it used to be three of us on the Zoom call. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have to know that. Uh, but they, they just see this. And so I think it's beautiful that we'll be able to build upon this um, and just really just keep it going forward from there and making sure that we're always – uh, mindful of even like succession and, and those who are coming yeah. after us so we don't let it die off because I think that's something that happens especially in the chocolate church as I like Come to call it you know church. what I'm saying like mm-hmm. you see people passed until they 80 85 years old yeah. and then you know what I'm saying like there's no there's no transition period and yes. so the church split you know people go this way and the other way and then that's the end of the ministry and because so that's ill prepared right right and I think like something else just to add Neil I see you um, <laughs> it's like one thing that is like super cool too is just <laughs> the fact that like Oh, it's gone. I don't remember what I was going to say. Help a Lord. Touch a Lord. We were talking about, just need to say what you're going to say, because I don't remember. (laughs) I'm so sad. So to Jalen's point about, like, there being no transition period, I think that is such a, definitely such a God thing that even the summer before we came in, that you had been, like, preparing for what campus ministry could be or, like, Mm. the you know, because I remember our very first Bible study of the year, there were, like, 50. 50 something people there so like you see that there are people who are hungry and who desire community and the word of god and all the things and it's like imagine if we had come ill prepared like no type of plan or like vision you fumble the bag sometimes and i think some things too that this is what i was gonna say yeah mm -hmm. something i was gonna say was that it's like really a true testament of the faithfulness of god because Mm -hmm. in a time coming out of a time where like it was such a hard time for everybody. A lot of churches failed yeah. and a lot of businesses failed and a lot of ministries like just kind of crumbled. You know, God used that time for us and like literally made it the best time. Like he gave us beauty for ashes. Absolutely. It's crazy how like to think about that. Like we thought, OK, people coming in from COVID, like people are going to be nervous to come in person or whatever. And people yeah. were like willing and yeah. ready for what we had. And it's just like a true testament that like no matter what what you think or what it looks like God has a plan and his plan is going to come to pass and that's the beautiful thing that sometimes God (laughs) y'all one day um Sometimes soon I'm gonna get my show back, but at, at this point I'm just gonna have to let so them keep going. It warm, just keep, I say that I hand it back over to you. I think that God will, as I proceed to say some more, that God will. I believe, like for me, uh, speaking me personally, I believe that God gave me a certain vision, but I didn't see all of the details of it. Like right. I kind of saw, like even back uh, over the summer, like I was able to work with uh, some of the pre-college students, you know, build certain relationships, so that when we came in the fall, mm-hmm. they kind of knew a little bit about the vision so i got yeah. to you know vision cast a little bit but god you know he showed me certain things but i didn't see 
everything. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, I didn't see some of the, I thought we was going to be in Bible study from Clark from the beginning, from August. Right. I didn't know we was going to have to be in chapel. You know what I'm saying? So it was just different things like that. And I think that when God gives us visions, he doesn't always let us know every single detail because sometimes we probably would run away from it. You know, like mm-hmm. if I knew some of the, I'm not going to say I would have ran away from it, but I would be a little bit hesitant. You know, right. like if I would have knew some of the challenges, some of the long nights and the, you know, the different hurdles that yeah. we have to jump over. Um, so yeah, that's just that. I think God, he will give us a vision and we just have to go after it not knowing yeah. every single particular detail. Yeah, that's so good, y'all, man. So y'all listen, y'all are listening to some of the the, the campus ministry team from Hampton University. Yes, and uh, what I love, guys, about... Because I know... Because I know... Hey, what you gotta do? You, you gotta, gotta walk, 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 like a pirate. You gotta fight, 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 like a pirate. Win, win, oh, day by day, day by day, I wanna be a pirate. Because I know, I know we're super, we're super bad. We're super bad. Y'all, I don't know what just happened. I just, I just don't know what just happened. But. And if you haven't put in your application for Hampton University, do so now. Praise God, anyway. But uh, here's what I love, y'all. You guys have made massive impact. Um, what I love about what I see uh, when I come to campus ministry events is that usually on a lot of um, HBCUs, when you do uh, Christian or religious or, you know, ministry type things, you usually always draw in just the churchy crowd. Yeah. And what I love about what you guys have been able to do is that you've been able to bring in people who were not typically churchy. And I just want you guys to really, to really know. And, and, and why I wanted to do this podcast episode is just because I want to celebrate you guys, because there are people who probably would not have engaged in any type of religious worship or any type of event like that. um, If not, you got for you guys saying yes to God and doing it your way. And opening that door and allowing different types of people to come in. That's what I was mesmerized by when I would come on Wednesdays. I would just look around and I would see the types of people that would come in. And I'm like, number one, these are not the same people that came last week. There are new people Mm -hmm. that's continuing to come. And then also that they're engaging. They're asking questions. They're really wrestling with some things. And and, and, uh, you guys have had some hard conversations. You guys have had to, 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 to hear some some crazy questions and and Jalen handles it with so much grace. So much. I'll so, be, be, be using y'all. I'll look the shot. Pastor Chris, that's, what y'all got to say about it? And, like, and I'm just in the corner praying somewhere because look, thank you for like, your prayers. Ooh, God. I mean, we have heard of spiritual gifts we've never heard of before. I mean, it's just Jesus. it's been wow. it's been a journey. God, Jesus. So, um, so it's it's cool though, but it's it's a good space. Um, for people to come, it's a safe space for people to come and explore their beliefs without feeling pressured, without feeling judged, um, to be able to have real and relevant conversations. You guys don't shy away from certain conversations, uh, especially the things that college students are wrestling with 
in their lives. So keep up the great work. And we encourage everybody out there that if you are in this stage of your life to do something that reaches your generation. Um, It could be something as small as starting a phone conversation with a couple of your friends and just really going a little deeper than you probably have and having some conversations that you probably don't normally have. Um, And that's what I love about this group is that I think what makes what you do for your campus easy is that you do it for you for each other. You serve each other. You have these conversations. You wrestle with these things together. And then when you stand before people, it just flows because you practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, man. So I hope you guys are enjoying this. We're going to close this conversation out with a question that I've been asking all my podcast guests uh, as it relates to uh, hope, um, because I do believe that hope is a powerful force. Um, so as it relates to hope, whether it be something that's personal for yourself, because um, I know that one of you guys are graduating this week. So <laughs> I just want to ask you if it if it can be like for yourself or for your generation, what is what 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 is one thing that you're hopeful for? Hmm. Everybody just saying, hmm. what is one thing that you're hopeful for? Whatever my answer is going to be. So to piggyback off of what you said, because I don't know what I'm hoping for. What do I hope? And the reason I ask this question is because I, I believe hope is such a powerful thing. Um, I think when you have something set before you, uh, it's it's that thing that drives you. And so I know that it's there, but sometimes we don't take a second to uncover it and see exactly what it is and put a word or or to put language to those things that we hope for. So um, I hope that by me saying that little piece that somebody got something, what's something you hope for? <laughs> um, I'm going to take a stab at this. This is a very, very good question. Right, right. It's a very good question. I think one of the things I'm hopeful for in our generation is the releasing of a lot of traditions, things, isms, not even in just church, but more so particularly in the church that we've held on to. Uh, I think this generation, we like to think, we like to learn. I hope I think our thinking and our critical thinking doesn't get in the way of our spirituality, though, because I think mm-hmm. sometimes if you think too much and try to be logical, because God doesn't always work Throughout in logical the, yeah. ways, how we would call it logical. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's one of the things. But I, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, just us as the church being able to accept people as they are to love people unconditionally, to be able to have more hard conversations, to let go some of the trauma and, you know, the church hurt as we call it and all that. I'm just excited to see the church progress to continue to strive to be this healthy center, this healthy organism that Mm -hmm. it was intended to be. Yeah. I love that, man. So good. That's really good. Um, I think my hope is for authenticity. Yeah. I think that, um, (laughs) I believe that, you Say know, that again. Your hope is for what now? My hope is for authenticity. Yeah. And so, as I am doing this infomercial, because look, 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 you gotta drop it on them like that. Authenticity. Um, and so, like, I believe that there are so many people with really good hearts. Like, um, I think it's all in us. But a lot of time, we allow like what society says. Or even like, you know, our life experiences to cause us to not be who we are as a defense mechanism. Mm. Um, And so like, 
you know, there are people who have the heart to give, but they don't give out of fear of being taken advantage of or whatever the case is. And I think that, like, if we could just be authentic, um, I think that we'd see a lot of change in the world that we desire. Um, because in that way, we would be the change we want to see. Um, and so, I don't know. My heart is, I don't know why I feel that in this moment, but the, mm. my heart is for authenticity, um, that we would just be authentic with <clears throat> us because the world needs us, not who we pretend to be, yeah. but who we actually are. So, let's be authentic. Come on. Um, I think mine is, my hope is, um, I guess, People our age feeling or releasing themselves from like this pressure to perform. Um, And I thought about that because when Pastor Chris, you were mentioning that one thing that's common for like HBCU campus ministries is like, you know, it's it's just dominated by people who grew up in like a traditional black church. And that can oftentimes, I guess, like cause the people who don't fit into that bracket to, you know, stray away. And so people will do what, um, not stray away, but like, you know, I'll say stray away. Like they might, um, separate themselves from the general crowd because they may not fit in. Or on the other hand, they might do what is popular in order to fit in. And so I think that for a lot of people, they just desire belonging. And, um, a lot of times like, belonging in places where like you know spaces that they may not be called to and so they feel the need to perform in order to fit into that crowd um but I think that when you you know step into your authenticity and you just embrace who God has created and called you to be um there it's so much greater when you do that as opposed to performing for the crowd that you think you should be fitting into say this very quickly I knew we had begun to reach a different demographic of believers when we were at Revival. Stop it. And, and, a, and a praise and break broke break. out. Oh, and they yes. started oh two-stepping and nilly yeah. rocking. Rain dancing. Rain dancing. And they started rain dancing. Because it was authentic. It was, real, it was they like authentic. their authentic expression yeah. of and praise. And, and it, to they see, weren't trying to, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. shout the best and do the two steps yeah. and crisscross. They were yeah. just, that's, that's how they knew to that's praise they God. Like, they didn't know what to do. They were just like, let's go. Yeah, I'm praising let's God. Go. You know, and so that was authentic. And there was no pressure to to perform it was yeah. it was just and genuine. to see reverend hagan's like light up <laughs> yeah. that night like oh, just yeah. she had her camera <laughs> out just like so excited just Pro to model. see okay. <laughs> right yeah she was just <laughs> she was just excited about that space that you guys that was that was amazing man listen thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Chris Cox Speech Podcast, man. Listen, I know that this has been an amazing episode for you guys. And um, I hope that you guys continue to listen to the Chris Cox Speaks Podcast. Um, I'm trying to end this show and they are still talking in the background. <laughs> but, uh, but listen, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share this podcast with as many people as you can. These people are wild. I'm so proud of them, though, and I'm so glad that they were able to stop by. Uh, on the podcast to bless us today listen i know this episode blessed you so let it bless somebody else share this share this right now tell somebody that you just happened to run across one of the most amazing conversations and that you did not want them to miss it well y'all we're headed out of here now 
I'm gonna tag each one of these guys their their Instagram in the the description section. So if you want to follow them and keep up with what they're doing in their life, you can. All right, peace out. <laughs>